Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, Episode 33, Special Edition. In commemoration of Memorial Day and to honor the members of the U.S. military, military veterans, and the memory of those who have sacrificed their lives in service of the United States, today's show is about veteran business owners, our vetrepreneurs. Good morning, Craig. Hi, Shai. Really looking forward to today's episode, especially on Memorial Day. Yes, and I think it's a great honor that we get to use the show today as a vehicle to get the word out about our veteran business owners and all the work they do in the marketplace. And that's why I'm pleased to introduce our guest today, Matthew Pavlik, the Vice President of Membership for Navoba, the National Veteran-Owned Business Association. Matt is going to tell us about the positive impact of veteran-owned businesses, the opportunity for military veterans who want to start a business, and what every business owner can do to support vetrepreneurs in the marketplace. Good morning, Matt. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Thank you, Shai. So, Matt, you are with us today from the National Veteran-Owned Business Association, Novoba. Tell us about Novoba, how it started, and how you got your start. Novoba began originally as a magazine called Veterans Business Journal that was launched in 2004. There were two Navy veterans, Rich McCormick and Chris Hale, that on the company Victory Media, which publishes a series of different veteran-related magazines, including GI Jobs and Military Spouse. And so they were at a resource event with the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, and the VA was there to try to help veterans understand that there's federal law requiring the VA to purchase products and services from veteran-owned businesses. And there were very few people that were aware of the opportunity, even though the law had been passed in 1999, and this was in 2003. So they decided that this movement, if you will, this community of veterans entrepreneurs needed to have a magazine to kind of legitimize it and give it a voice. And so when Veterans Business Journal was originally launched, its intention was to serve as the watchdog, holding the government accountable for its spending mandates, and also informing veterans of the opportunity that's there, highlighting success stories of those folks that had taken advantage of that opportunity, and trying to find more veterans to capitalize on the fact that there was a federal law there for their benefit. So in 2007, the association was formed as a spinoff of the magazine itself. And there was a clear shift in focus. Fortune 500 companies have goals to purchase from socioeconomic diverse business classifications, such as minority-owned businesses and women-owned businesses, amongst others. And a handful at the time, in 2007, right, right about 100 of the Fortune 500 had goals to purchase from businesses owned by veterans and service-disabled veterans. And so Novoba really wanted to create that opportunity that was there at the federal government level to extend that beyond the Beltway into corporate America, where corporations don't have to do it because it's required, with the exception of those subcontracting requirements for the corporations with prime government contracts. But they do it for the same reasons they do it for other diverse business classifications, because they understand that it's a long-term diversity strategy and inclusion strategy, empowering the veteran community and growing their brands within the veteran community by uh, fostering entrepreneurship and helping businesses grow is good for their business. 
And one of the numbers that we would like to use, the federal requirement is 3%, which is about $15.8 billion last year. If 3% of what corporations spend went to veterans, that'd be closer to $90 billion because the federal government might be the world's largest single purchaser. But when you have all of the corporations in America, there are many of which are global, combined, that spending is much, much greater. So there's a much, much larger opportunity for veterans that we just wanted to make sure that they're aware of. And it has been very successful. And now we have about 408 as of this last summer, we completed the research that have publicly said, yes, we want to buy from veterans. And Matt, I noticed on your website, I was surprised to see that 400,000 veterans depart the service every year. That's a huge number. How does that play out as far as business owners? Well, there's a large number of veterans that want to get into entrepreneurship. One of the interesting statistics is women veterans are the largest and fastest growing category of entrepreneurship. But veterans in general are twice as likely to start a business as non-veterans or to be self-employed. And so there's a lot to be said for the leadership and things that people learn in the military, especially for folks that are able to earn a decent living and have a considerable rank. And sometimes they have retirement benefits. And so a lot of those things that come along with that make veterans successful as entrepreneurs. But it's an interesting statistic in and of itself. Is it part of the same mindset that encourages people to join the military that also helps them to become more entrepreneurial afterwards, or is it what they learn while they're in the military or a combination of both? But one thing that we do know is there are so many opportunities for veterans in entrepreneurship, no matter what they want to do or who they want to sell to or what type of business they'd like to create. And more veterans are aware of those opportunities. And that has certainly helped more of those veterans that transition out look to entrepreneurship as a post-military career option. We have our Veterpreneur of the Year recognition program that we do. And so any veteran who wants to nominate their business or anybody who knows of a veteran who has a wonderful story to share can nominate their businesses for free. It's at void.novoba.com. That's Victor Oscar Yankee.novoba.com for Veterpreneur of the Year. And there's no cost or obligation. They just fill out some information and answer a couple questions describing their business and, and sharing their story a little bit for us. And so we've been re- able to really celebrate some amazing stories throughout the years. Most recently, last year, our Veterpreneur of the Year, Gordon Logan, he's the CEO and founder of Sport Clips. And so I just had a chance to meet with him last week in Dallas. They're up to 1,536 locations nationwide, and he has about 170 of those who are veterans that own those franchise locations of Sport Clips. And he, he got them all memberships in Novoba because he wants to make sure that all of their customers know that those businesses are veteran-owned businesses, even though they're franchise locations. They're still veterans that own and operate and run those businesses. Matt, what are you finding to be unique about the veteran when it comes down to business ownership? One thing that is definitely unique to veterans, not that anybody can't be successful in business, but the things that people learn in the military, that if you're good at being in the military and being able to working ridiculously long hours and working with teams, having the best training in the world, and all of the things, the discipline and hard work and leadership that make people successful in the military, they translate very well to success in business. And there's definitely evidence to verify that veteran-owned businesses have a greater likelihood for success in entrepreneurship than non-veteran-owned companies, and largely for that same reason. Now, once again, I don't want to make it that only veterans can be successful in business, but what people learn to do in the military does translate very well to success in entrepreneurship. 
So I'd like to do more business with veteran-owned businesses. How can I find particular business that I'm looking for? If you go to buyveteran.com, just like buy American or buy local, it's just buyveteran.com. There are right now about 56,000 businesses that are veteran-owned firms listed on that website. I want to stress that it's important for veterans to let their customers know that they are veteran-owned. And any business who wants to register at buyveteran.com can do so for free. They don't have to join as a paying member of Navoba. We still want them to be able to be found on the business even if they don't join with us. So everybody should get their business on there for free because 95% of Americans have a sense of gratitude toward the military. And we found that 68% of respondents nationwide said they'd be more inclined to purchase from a business that they could identify as veteran-owned. That's fantastic. And so how about for business owners that are not veterans? What can they do to support Navova? Well, once again, they can buy from better no businesses. Businesses buy things from other businesses. And anytime business owners can support other medium to small size business owners, they do help with that part of the economy. But they can also look to buy products and services from other medium and small size better known companies if they want to, because we know that veterans hire more veterans as employees. And Simply supporting the veterans entrepreneurship community is a great way to say thanks and to support veterans. And you don't necessarily have to write a check to a charitable organization. You can simply buy from a veteran business and you can find them there. So anytime businesses themselves want to engage in any of their business to business transactions, see if they can't find some veterans to buy from first. And they may be pleasantly surprised by dealing with veteran-owned companies because of the same sense of discipline and honor and commitment that veteran business owners have. They're very successful at business, so they may find that they're getting an excellent deal out of the equation as well and supporting the veteran community. I like the fact that the veteran-owned businesses hire a lot of veterans, so it keeps a flow of employment for the veterans coming back into the commercial environment. Are you finding any particular areas that veterans seem to focus on for developing businesses? There seem to be an awful lot of folks in the information technology sector and the construction sector, largely because there's an awfully large component of military community that people are trained to do that and work in that professional space. So with cybersecurity and other things, and they're burgeoning industries that there's plenty of opportunity there. But across the board, you'd be surprised. Veterans start businesses in every walk of life. We just published a story this issue about a team of two Army veteran women who went to West Point and were in Afghanistan together. They started a company called Rumi Spice, where they're empowering Afghani farmers to grow the world's most sought-after spice, saffron. And they're sourcing that and bringing it to the U.S. And so it's just a really wonderful business idea. We also had a man in Fort Benning, Georgia, right outside of Fort Benning, Georgia, after he was medically discharged after suffering wounds from an IED attack when he was serving in in Iraq, he started a business called Fur Babies Pet Care. And so basically it's providing doggy daycare and pet services across the board, a full suite of pet services for the active duty military community folks who have pets and live at Fort Benning, Georgia. And so you have folks that will start businesses in all walks of life, and sometimes it's directly related to what they learned in the military. Other times, it's not. They just start businesses. That's great diversity. Is there any business out there that's really sort of the poster child for a veteran-owned business? One story in particular that really resonated with me, and, and it is our Woman Veterinarian of the Year from last year, a woman named Kaney O'Neill, and she's the CEO of O'Neill Contractors. She was severely wounded when she was in the Navy, 
and she's now paraplegic. And so when she transitioned out of the military, she knew there was advantages to her being a woman-owned business and being a service-disabled veteran-owned business. Her family had been in residential roofing, and so she knew that she could get into the roofing business. So she started a commercial roofing company. Now she has 20-plus employees. She's landing contracts with Boeing Corporation, the city of Seattle. In fact, she got the contract with the Department of Veterans Affairs to redo the roof on the VA hospital where she actually spent her time during her recovery. And so it's just a wonderful story for a lot of veterans because when people get out of the service, especially for a lot of disabled vets, and there's a lot of groups that are doing really wonderful things to take them mountain climbing and take them to the ball game and things like that. And veterans really appreciate that, and that's wonderful. But, I mean, you got to think about these folks and what they were able to accomplish when they were in the military and who they were and what they were doing and the work that they were doing for our country and how it mattered. And it was really important, and it gave them a sense of purpose and belonging to something that's greater. And so... Coming back and being able to start a business and employing other veterans and having people counting on you to help pay their own salaries and save for their own kids' educations and things is that same sense of purpose. So entrepreneurship is one of those areas that even vets that have been disabled and paid a pretty severe price for our freedoms while they were serving, they still have an excellent opportunity to gain that same sense of purpose and that mission that they were serving even when they were in the military when they come back. And so that's why we're so passionate about it. Matt, that's such an inspiring story. And it makes me wonder, you know, what other services are there for veterans that are transitioning back and have an interest in entrepreneurship? There's all kinds of resources that we have on our website that we connect with tons of resource partners around the country. We have a relationship with the North Carolina Veteran Business Association. There's a group in Ohio called VOB Ohio. There's a Wisconsin Veterans Chamber of Commerce that was recently established, and we're setting up programs in South Carolina and Georgia right now. So there are definitely veteran-related organizations that you can join up with people right where you live and get some assistance and mentorship. But there's also a network nationwide of veteran business outreach centers. In fact, the SBA just announced last week the opening of five new veteran business outreach centers. So if you go to uh, SBA and go to just search for veterans, you'll see that I believe there's 20, if not more, veteran business outreach centers that are dedicated resources within small business development centers to help veterans understand everything they need to know to get their business started and to grow it. And so even if you don't go to the Veteran Business Outreach Center, there will be a small business development center at a college, university, or community college within your community somewhere. There's also the Service Corps of Retired Executives, which is a national network, it's called SCORE, of folks that will give you free mentorship and business folks that know how to help you overcome some of your challenges. There's also a national network of procurement technical assistance centers for those folks that are interested in setting up a business that's going to be a contractor to sell to the government and or to corporations. Those procurement technical assistance centers or PTACs can be very, very helpful in that regard too. And all of these things are, are nationwide. They're programs that are administered by the SBA. We're much more focused on telling America to buy veteran once these folks get the training and get the help that they need. So we specialize in helping them leverage that veteran status for their success. Matt, your organization has become a real one-stop shopping location for veterans interested in beginning a business of their own and also established businesses. It sounds like the first thing they want to do is join your organization because it's very cost-effective. It has tremendous resources available to them. 
I'd also shout out to a lot of the listeners who are business owners that know veterans coming back, and they probably know them well enough to know whether they'd make a good candidate to be a business owner themselves. So Mm -hmm. promoting that to a lot of business owners, help another veteran and guide them along and also focus back to Matt's organization here who could be really helpful in getting that business established and rolling. So I have to mention, I was out about a month ago and I was looking for an audio store and I stopped at one and it had a banner on the front door as far as a veteran-owned business. And it was interesting because it was the first one I've seen on a storefront And it really made a difference. So I really advocate that all the business owners that are veterans out there make sure that that emblem's on the front, that they sign up and get that recognition so that people are aware. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. People are starting to really pay extra special attention and the appreciation for those folks that went through that period of time. And there's another really interesting trend that's developing now because so many folks are retiring and A lot of them have had companies that are veteran-owned businesses. They've been successful in that regard, and now they're looking for their legacy, and they want to be able to kind of pass the torch, and they want to get younger generations of veterans to mentor and to find these protégés and then basically help them get into business and even sometimes just take over the business for me. I will sell you this business. It's already up and established and running. I'll show you the ropes and then just transfer it over to make sure it continues to be a veteran-owned business to pass that success down onto these returning generations of these Afghan and, and Iraqi veterans. So it's it's really interesting because of the dynamic of the different generations. So Matt, tell us, are there any other types of opportunities that vets should be aware of through your organization? Yeah, I think veterans should be aware of opportunities within franchising. So franchises are basically the easiest way to get into business and have the greatest chances and likelihood of success with those businesses for numerous reasons. First, you're not reinventing the wheel. You could buy into a concept that's already proven and established. Second, you have existing marketing that's going to help that business grow, the training and everything that's necessary from the franchisor level to help successful franchisees understand how to be successful business owners. All of that's there for you. And so The other side of it that's really advantageous for veterans is franchisors aggressively seek veterans as franchisees, especially folks that have the leadership skills that come out and have a little bit of money that they've saved up because you do have to buy into a franchise concept. But folks that are able to lead a team but also understand how to follow orders and be in line with the organizational mandates are folks that are just ideal as franchisees. And so these franchisors offer considerable discounts on the franchise fee, license fee, royalty fees. There are costs associated with running a franchise business, which is the the trade-off to being able to come into something that's established. But those fees are considerably diminished for veterans. So there's an organization called VetFran, which is a slice of the International Franchise Association. And VetFran lists all the different companies that are aggressively targeting veterans as franchisees to help vets understand the best model that might be right for them. So whether they want to set up a fitness center or a quick service food restaurant or auto maintenance type of location, there's so many options for veterans out there to be able to start and run their own businesses and not have to start it from scratch, that looking at veteran-friendly franchises would be a very wise decision. Well, Matt, thanks again for providing so much great information. On this day when we're remembering those who've died in service of our great country, it's especially poignant to have you with us, and we appreciate the work that you do. 
Well, we appreciate you giving us the time to talk with your listeners and really excited about letting veterans know about the opportunities that are out there for them and everybody else who just wants to support the veteran community. Go buy from a veteran business. That concludes today's discussion of Vetrepreneurs and the National Veteran-Owned Business Association. You can learn more about Novoba in our show notes at businessownersradio.com. And while you're there, why not take a moment to fill out our short listener survey? Just click the green button on our homepage to fill out the feedback form and win a chance at an Amazon gift card. Have a happy Memorial Day, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and, of course, you would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business.